2: Blaine and Mickey 1045 the zone. It's Friday, man. How you feeling?
1: Man, I'm feeling good. forecast. It's not making me feel too good. Man. Nah, that's fine. It's supposed to, it's supposed to be smooth sailing over the weekend, man. I know you know. What what is the weather supposed to be today? Is it going to be is it going to be smooth sailing? No, all, all right. the
2: stuff came out of the thing for today. So all these people running around with a cowboy hat on, they're going to have a good day. It's just cloudy. Oh, okay. So no no terrible sunburn, but they're supposed to be fine. And then uh weekend's supposed to be uh, pretty good, although hot on Sunday, and then next week when we're supposed to go to those two mini camp practices, which we get to go to two. What will we do with ourselves? Woo-hoo! Two. Oh my! But don't say nothing. i not, better. Don't, not say anything. I'm not telling anybody. Don't say nothing about
1: nothing. Well, I, I, we just told millions of people just now on air Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> now this is on this is on the crappy app. The crappy app. What the temperature?
2: One hundred. One hundred.
1: Oh, Monday and Tuesday? That's what it says. Oh, that's it. Welcome
2: error. to summer, amigo. Oh, that's Muy it. caliente.
1: Oh, that's an error. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's me. coming.
2: Oh, look at man. Ro- look at Robert. You're he looks so it, man.
1: forlorn.
3: He's, I mean, we we may start being like able, able to weather. see
1: you on the camera, man. If you go out there in a hundred degree, you gonna you you gonna get a gloss of, of of a tan some kind of way. Is it possible? Yeah, you wear a hat? It will be possible. Mask everything. Yeah, I'll be I wear everything. I, I'm gonna come here. And you're gonna be a little red. Look Little chirp chirp. There's look. no way. I got a bucket hat. I got long you're sleeves. Be a red wolf, dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I have left practice. That's looking like a red wolf many times now, anymore. I don't even care. Yeah. I look like. A hundred-year-old person who's a tourist. Oh, I go out there, and I'm all covered up. Man. I just... Growing up on the farm, I have uh, sun damage on my skin. I have, like, the dermatologist on speed dial. Oh, So I'm not doing anything else to oh,
1: well, cause
2: okay. me to get cut, frozen,
1: sit burned. Under, you know, sit under an umbrella, man. I'm just relaxed.
2: You know where they By stick the us? Time. And I don't know how it'll be for next week, but where they typically stick us, where you, okay, you guys stand in this area,
1: it's in the shade. Oh, I know. That's It just it, works out it that was way. beautiful. I, I couldn't believe it. It's because they keep building buildings. I brought, I brought change of clothes because I thought I was going to get all sweaty and everything. <laughs> I said, well, I was going to take off and use that as a towel and then put on new clothes. And, and you know, you know, I had to do it in the car and everything. You know, I'm ready for anything. Okay.
2: I've never been anywhere in the world with you that you didn't have a change of clothes. So oh, you, wow, you can't act like you just brought it that day. We could go look through your trunk right now. Like, here's a raincoat. Here's some boots. Here's ski clothes.
1: Uh, you know what I forgot? How about this? I have clothes in my truck, too, just in case. But I have clothes in my front trunk and I forgot. This is our whole. In your world. frunk? Yeah, my frunk. And, mm-hmm. and the Tesla, like you, you don't ever use it. So then you forget because you're still in the mind frame that you have an engine <laughs> out there. So I, I had to think of, then I couldn't figure out how to open it. I said, I have some clothes in here. I know I do. Had to, oh, I go on my phone on the app and, and open it because I needed some clothes. Uh, uh, yeah, to change the clothes. So I was going to do something and I, <laughs> I didn't have uh, any in my back trunk. I was running out of t-shirts, man. I, I could never have a car like that. I, I would know it, anything was. I would 100% forget oh, what, that. What, you know, the weirdest thing, I'm, I'm sure our man uh, Burke can relate to this driving up to the gas station now. It's really weird because now I feel like I, I'm, a, I'm in trouble because I shouldn't be going there. Why am I not going there to get gas? Well, I'm going there to get me a donut. <laughs> I'm going there to give me a honey bun. I'm going out of my way now just to go to the gas station. You know, I'm going to get some hot chips. Oh, I just I'm, I'm craving for some hot Doritos or whatever it is. And I, I got to have it. I got to have it. And, and I feel like people I'm paranoid. I feel like people are looking at me like, what are you doing here? Why? Your car's electric, man. Right. Are you in here for what Twinkies? What are you doing here, man? It's a bit Buying lottery
2: tickets? Twinkies? What are you doing here? Uh, I'm all
1: burned. I'm like, damn, man. I'm a- I have no business in here buying this, anybody. You have all the business. You earned it, man.
2: Although we had this it's discussion once. Man. I asked, do you like the one that has like the clear varnish on it or the one that has the white stuff on it? Yeah. And you said you got fooled by the one with the white stuff, thinking, I this will to- be sweeter. It's covered when in I, white stuff.
1: Yeah, when I was younger. Yeah, and as I got older, I said, oh, no, the one with the glaze is better. Yeah, it's better, man. What what would you say there, uh, Bert? What you, Bert's probably had. Do you a agree honey bun with entertain?
0: that? Oh, I, actually, I am not a honey bun guy. Zebra cakes, anything like that? Zebra I'm out cakes. on all. I don't even of it. know you. What? I I can't. Oh, help. you my, guys are twins. My my dad used to take me fishing when I was a kid, and would bring these honey buns, and they would get so soggy, and they would smell like bait and tackle on the oh, boat, and it just no. ruined me on honey buns forever.
1: Oh, I'm a honey bun guy. You know, that's that comfort food. You know. You know, like Bert thinks kind of, of worms. worms. Yeah, yeah. What, what, you do you yeah. nuke them? No, I don't do anything. You're straight out of the bag or yeah. box or I package. I don't have time. I want it right now. I don't have time to put in the microwave. Pull up at the gas station. You're just ready to eat it. I'm ready to go, man. I Maybe I will use a microwave uh, sometime here or there. That, that's what we do. Let's start off with what's your favorite snack comfort food? It could be chips, honey bun, whatever it is. That's you know that's something my mind and mine anyway. Uh, what, what would you say yours? He said zebra cakes. I mean, what, what would you be there? Gosh, I like all that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a constant battle for me not to um, eat what, all of that all the why, time. Why you say, I'm going to get you out really bad. I went the other day, and I was like, dang, I want some of those Jason Tatum cheety, uh, Cheetos or uh, Cheetah Cheese Hot Waffle Chips, potato chips. They've been advertised on the commercial. I had to have them. They had LeBron James's. I'm like, no, no, no. I want the Jason Tatum ones. They have NBA chips now? No, they got their picture on there and they advertise a new commercial. But it's Cheetos and they're hot. Um, Not Cheetos, it's, uh, Cheetah, it's Cheetah Cheese, something. I don't know who's the brand. It's Waffle, you know, the Waffle Chips. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you gotta go check them out, man. So, you know, I was, I was determined to, I was bouncing around different, uh, gas stations, make sure I got the. You were driving Jason, to hey, different hey, hey. gas stations. Well, they're, they're not that far apart. I just went to two. Then I said, I just got to go in a grocery store. <laughs> you went to
2: three places looking for these.
1: In a proximity where I could have walked to, by the way.
2: <laughs> by the way, Bert, you've been canceled. Uh, Tyler says in his own TV chat, first he's a Ravens fan. Now he doesn't like honey buns. Geez, where'd y'all find this guy?
0: You know, I know. Not at a gas station,
1: apparently, I guess. Oh, man. And it's against the rules if I want a snack, I, I get a hot dog or a burrito or something like that at the gas station, man. That's a
2: hundred percent crazy
1: what you <laughs> Seriously, I dude. I like every now and then I gotta get I like, man, I walk in there and I'm like, hey man, everybody's <laughs> telling me no. But it's just like a kid. When they tell you no, go get it. You you're eating get a it. burrito from a gas station. I mean, you gotta get it. What oh or one of those little small pizzas. Oh, <sighs> They are good, man. Do you just I, sit what, in your uh, car
2: and eat it in the parking lot? Yeah,
1: I can't even wait to get home. I can't even start backing out of there. I kind of get it. <laughs> you know why? You know why that happened? Because my wife is starving me from eating anything like that, and there's nothing like that in the house. So I've I know, gotta have.
2: It. I know you told me she's not listening, but she knows people who do. She yeah, she does. Somebody. Oh, she always tell
1: me. Yeah, you, but it's always like two or three days later. So then I just yeah, yeah, yeah. Do
2: you get the thing that's round that's shaped like a hot dog, and it's on the thing that spins next to the hot dogs, but it's not a hot dog? It's like crunchy on the outside. No, I've never had it. Bert, you ever have one of those? What is
0: chicken that? Chicken sticks. Oh, yeah. Seven don't, don't you laugh at me. Chicken sticks. Somebody told me they'll make you sick to your stomach. you had to go to the bathroom I real quick. Say, I don't gorge myself on them, but I have enjoyed <laughs> and whined and dined on a chicken stick or two in my day. Hey, desperate times, desperate measures, man. Just never know. <laughs> Hey, man, I'm open. All options are open, man. I feel like hey. Mickey has disowned me as his, as my dad. Yeah, he, now. he turned red on that one.
1: I he just, turned red.
2: You couldn't get your hand on your microphone button fast enough to yell chicken sticks at the world.
1: They're not all chicken sticks. Aren't some of them churros or something? Look, look, look everybody's talking about Thornton's uh, chicken uh, Caesar, Caesar salad. salad. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll try that out. What's the one uh, one gas station we used to go to? I used to love what they have on there. Man, I can't remember what gas station that was. That brand. Now, I'm a big payday. Oh, okay. Payday. Gotcha. I'm a big fried chicken from
2: the gas station, guys.
1: Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Fried chicken, yeah. Oh, that's legit.
2: And my hometown,
1: oh man, I the never biggest, thought that I, the, the biggest biggest grew up war. around that. that like, okay, no,
2: I did not. And my hometown, the biggest war. I was a holy war because it was on Sundays. Was war. which gas station did you get your chicken from?
1: <laughs> that
2: really, now, it was a wrong choice that could cost you with people. Oh. Like, are you Exxon or are you Junior Foods? I was a straight Junior Foods guy. Junior Food Mart. Mm-hmm. I'm like, straight Junior Foods. It's like, sorry, man, can't be friends. I'm an Exxon guy. It, like, it divided families. Dang. Now, my grandmother made chicken, but if she was like, I'm not cooking today. Kitchen's closed. Y'all got to go get it from somewhere else. Then it's, okay, which gas station?
1: Hmm. Man, yeah, I didn't start getting a uh, gas station uh, chicken till I got here.
2: Okay, in, in whoever, whoever. Okay, well, welcome to the South.
1: Oh, no, I love it, though.
2: Tiffany is just, is just. Smash I smashed a cheeseburger from Thornton's just now. Give me the meat sweats. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Please explain that.
1: What does that mean? Wait,
2: I love the uh, the picture there too. That is pretty cool. It's the uh, Marvin the Martian. Yeah. Hello, yeah. bunny rabbit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, man, that's, 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 what's up.
2: They are taquitos, ta-quitos. Says Robert.
1: Thank you. You eat those? No, I said I've never had them.
2: Did you ever eat the hot dog off the I, wingy I, wheel? I, I, I've
1: definitely done that. And I, I had, I had time, but I, I got to the restroom.
2: You realize you could carbon date that thing. <laughs> it's probably old enough to be registered for selective <laughs> service. Hey, There's man, no telling I, how long I, I, that thing was available. I was, I was at, a, I death. at a
1: desperate time in my life right but there.
2: But there's other things that are prepackaged though. Yet no. You're going for just the open
1: range hot dog. Yep. It got all the chemicals just flying right on it. Boom. Yep, I got to have it. Yeah, hey, watch this. How long do you have lose watch it? Watch this. I'm a meat eater.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, i got gotten pizza with you. Oh, no. You don't a pizza with Blaine.
2: It's like, what all meats do y'all have? Put yeah, them all on yeah, there. I, be, I'm, I'm of meat, Blaine Blaine. Lovers. meat lovers. Meat lovers. Meat lovers, man. Meat sweat supreme yeah. there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> My wife was like, no, you get half of that meat lovers. The other half is what I want. Now, <laughs> they don't
2: make a Zantac big enough for me to eat. 63% hey, of the things I, that I, I gotta
1: cleanse myself So then I go to the bathroom I'm good to go Yeah mm-hmm. Yeah
2: How long till you Cleansed yourself Of the hot dog From the wheel
1: of death Oh that that It gave me about 15 minutes Oh was Yeah So I had enough time Did you know I had a time What What yeah, I time Did I you budget it, for yourself But it was nothing that I had to have Some form of meat <laughs> <laughs> they had nothing else. They need some beef jerky or
2: something. No, like no, that's a uh, vacuum
1: no. sealed in a bag. Yeah, that's like fake meat, though.
2: No, it's real meat.
0: It's, it's yeah, just dry.
1: Uh, oh, no, it, it's not the same. I needed some bread. I needed some This is all I had. Hey, man, when you're in the middle of nowhere, you got to get what you can get. Let's get Paul in here
2: to join this discussion on the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline. Paul, gas station snacks, where are we going from here?
1: 7-Eleven chicken. 7-Eleven chicken. Which I'm eating right now. <laughs> 7-Eleven chicken, man. Do, wait, I don't know, do they have a lot of 7-Elevens here?
2: No, they're just getting here, right? Paul, Which where? what part of uh, the area do you live in? Or, or are you from somewhere else? I,
1: I, I go on Broadway.
2: Oh, uh, that's the real one right there. Okay. Oh, wait,
1: only, that's the only one I've seen. Okay,
2: what's the side situation like with the chicken? What do they got there? For the sides? Mm-hmm.
1: Rings. I mean... What what mean, like you like JoJo potatoes. potatoes
2: or mashed potatoes? Are they peddling Potato some fries? Oh, what, what comes with them?
1: You said the size. I don't even get no sides. Oh, you are just straight chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just he, straight chicken. You out the, out the door. He said out the out wings are his side. He said the wing. He said the breast and the thigh. Then with the, the wing's, wings just a side. Thigh. All yeah. chicken. I, I, I like a man yeah. who knows what he's there to get at Seven yeah. Eleven. Do, do you have a preference on your chicken? When I say that, you know what I'm talking about, right? White meat or dark meat or got a little bit of both. I only ate
2: chicken legs until I was like twenty-one years old. Oh, well, what was the change? I realized. <laughs> Am I nuts? Am I eight years old or twenty-one? You're missing out. You were missing yeah. Out. So I had never eaten. I mean, I'd eaten like a chicken wing because that was the piece of chicken that was left in the bowl. Yeah, my uh-huh. grandmother I never had like a chicken wing, chicken wing until I was probably out of college. Oh. Like nobody had chicken wings. Like hot wings. I'd never seen one until I was out of college. Never I'd never seen, seen, seen a bagel Wait, till whoa, I was whoa, in college.
1: Whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: uh. Wait a minute.
1: How you grow up me to have chicken wings?
2: I saw it as a piece <laughs> of chicken. Man, you, you, I don't but know now, if you now like buffalo wild wings wings. I'd never seen anything like that. Yeah, I'd never I, seen a geez, buffalo wing.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, i definitely seen wings from the getting. I seen the whole shebang. The man. whole bird. Yeah, yeah. Every I mean, day, I'd day, seen the yeah, yeah, chicken wings. Bishops could eat better growing up. Well, woo. And I'm talking about men women too. But like my
2: grandmother would say like, okay, all that's left is like one thigh and one wing. And I'd say, okay, I'll eat the wing. I'd like that better. So I ate a chicken wing, but not like a chicken wing place. Like we all go wing stop or something. I'd yeah. never seen
1: anything like that. Oh. So I was out of college. So you was a, I guess I'm going to say dark meat. And then you changed to what? White meat. meat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you, you are a breastysis? Oh, Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm I, I have never changed. I'm a breasts guy, okay? Yeah, but I, now I will I, smash. We talk about chicken, though. Yes. Yeah, oh, we talk about chicken, yeah, yeah, breasts, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, and thighs it, and the dark meat. I, I used to like the legs when I was a kid, you know, all that, but and the wings is I've grown to like those just because it take, I gotta tear it, it apart, work. and I, yeah, I don't want no work. I just want to put it off and go, ah, I'm hungry. I want the skin and everything, yeah, yeah, them breasts.
2: I don't think that scan's good for you.
1: I, oh yeah, I know you supposed to take, tear that off and throw it in the trash, but no way no can do. I'm taking it down the drain. All right, we have taken a detour down,
2: not down the drain, but down to the gas station. Uh we can keep this Wait, as a daily.
1: We can keep this as a
2: side topic. You can continue hit us on Twitter and the Zone TV chat. Uh but Buck Rising is said to join us next. We'll ask him what he eats at gas stations. It's coming up. And Titan, oh, he it, it gets in his beard
0: searching hvac near here right here ma'am how can we help wow nobody local
1: huh wait what we are an hvac company
0: literally in your neighborhood why is she not seeing us just all the big chains well it is what it is what
3: in the can you not see see us nope they can't see you because you're buried deep in the list of local hvac providers you are invisible online Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at CumulusBoost.com.
2: Blade and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. So we got breaking ah, boy, breaking boy, convenience boy, boy. store news. Wawa's coming here. Yeah, man. They follow Blaine from his uh, last year in football from Philly. You got a tweet yeah, well, about that. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> Mo me. Exotic. They kicked me out of there. What are you talking about, man? Well, all I wanted to do was run up the steps like Rocky. Man. You did that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I, did. I lived right there... Uh, I forgot what they call that area. Crime riddled. I just wanted to walk and go out to eat. What a terrible joke. (laughs) I don't know. It wasn't a lot of crime. It was a good location. We went to, you know, to eat all the time. It was pretty cool. All the nice restaurants there in Philly. No, I've I've actually been there several times. I I like it around there. Yeah, but there was some rude people, though. (laughs) When I say that, you know, we had a garage and then once it got, you know, fully full. So sometimes I had to park on the street with my Tahoe. At the time, people would back into their spots and just bump my car. And, like, I'm, like, standing there watching them because out of my place I could see it. So I go out there, hey, man, you hit my car. No, I didn't. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, you did. You hit my car. No, no, I didn't do that. It happened, like, a handful of times. ruh That I said, there's lines here. And they'd act like they didn't care. It's like you walking down the street. If they bump into your shoulder, you mean it. Get out the way. But I just said, all right, man. I better just make sure I got a camera on my car or something. So I'm like, I'm going to come out here one day. It's just going to be toe up. Mm-hmm. Brotherly love. Here. It was never that. <laughs> there may be some cars. Well, there's Some people were. They just put it that way. But it was a lot of that going on. They, they didn't care there. but They're- Great mm-hmm. restaurants, though. Yeah. Horrible weather, though. That's true. There may be some
2: cars torn up soon at it- Music City uh, Raceway because Music City is about to be overwhelmed by Symphony of Speed. The Ally 400 NASCAR Cup Series race weekend no. makes its return to Nashville Super Speedway June 24th through 26th and 104.5 The Zone. That's us. We've got your chance to win tickets. Oh, this is not what I'm supposed to read. Here it is. Music City is... Okay. <laughs> Let's start for right... I, I, I did that today, too.
1: Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blaming Bert. I'm blaming Bert. You call
2: five oh, now for right. your chance to win. From kidding, us, The Zone, a family four-pack of tickets to the Rackley Reefing oh. 200 and the Tennessee Lottery, 250-615-737-1045. For more info or to purchase tickets, visit nashvillesuperspeedway.com dot com, call now and you can go to the race. Maybe Buck Rising will come out there and race you around the track or bump your bumper or be rude to you, bump into you. Are you
3: willing to do any of those things? I'm, I'm probably one of the, uh, I'm probably the person who's regarded as the most rude among us. Maybe Dawn. Maybe me and Dawn. Wow. Dawn. Dawn Dawn, though privately rude, not publicly rude. So I think I get that later. So you,
1: you win that. Oh, well, you get? First. Well, no, That's I hard. don't win
3: that. Dawn definitely beats me, but <laughs> but
1: public uh, privately, not publicly. All right. Well, what's your what's your favorite snack at the gas station, or do you indulge on those things? You know, know ma- you know, because I watch all your workout videos, so I, I'm not. I'm pretty sure you probably kind of slowed two, down on that. training
3: camp. I got my. I brought my apple cider vinegar in the studio Ooh, today, Blaine. So I can, nice. so I can continue my intermittent that. fast. So no, there are no gas station snacks in my future. I'm so that I'm,
1: actually works, huh?
3: Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh it's it's going swimmingly so far. But I'm How I, close are you to two twenty? I am thirteen pounds off as of this morning. Oh. So we're making decent time. We're making decent time. Seven weeks still training. So the, camp.
1: the apple cider that, that you know, uh, your appetite.
3: If I don't eat, it? if I don't eat past seven, and then I don't eat until eleven, and I take a shot of apple cider vinegar about a half hour before I eat at eleven, it apparently expedites the weight loss process. So,
1: expedite like out of your body.
3: No, oh, not oh, that. Yeah. No, that's, not, that's no, that's that's, that's, that's excrement, work. not, it, not uh, expedite. I'm, 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 I'm trying to figure it out. I'm, it's I'm, I it out. interesting. I was just trying to see, no, man. Dara Dara studies this stuff far closer than I do. So apparently, there's something in the apple cider vinegar no, that helps no, burn it up. No, true. I know people who
1: do it too. I just never really wanted to like go in depth and ask them.
3: No the smell of that. stuff. I don't know the details, Blaine. I just put the things in my body and hope that it works. At this point, that's kind of my strategy. Oh, so wow. we'll see if it works. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, gas
1: stations. Well, that's kind of like anything else, you know. I'm
3: simple. I'm I'm simple. I go for the uh, I go for the uh, chocolate, the the terribly like chalky chocolate donuts thing. Oh, okay. uh, the, the little sleeve, of little Debbie's chocolate donuts. Are you kidding me? Those, those are my favorites. Are the most
2: incredible thing ever. Well, they're made oh, of. Oh
3: my! No, they're terrible. They're made of wax. Hey, I don't know why they're like delicious though. No, I'll, I'll hammer those. It's a bad donut. Uh, <laughs>
2: no they're all uh, there's not no a real thing. chocolate there's no such thing it's, you need the intimates no, guys it's like the it's waxy like chocolate. asphalt that they coat those oh, things no, in no it's chocolate flavored oh, asphalt really. um come on man you got rising our guest They got him at uh, wawa yeah, yeah, we'll right? all find out there soon enough too, right? buck brought to you by two rivers ford home of the non-commissioned sales people <laughs> that's uh the place to go that's where buck shops and you should too um we were talking about this when we changed over yesterday's shows, and then I heard you get into it a little bit. Have you come up with a clues, conclusion? I know we're going to talk Titans. Conclusion yet, Of what should the NFL do with Deshaun Watson? You
3: Ooh. know, um, after talking to you guys about it, because initially I was, I basically I was of the opinion that they need to do something that cannot put him on a football field before the season starts. And I still do strongly feel that way. But as far as the suspension is concerned, I they cannot make a ruling, a determination until they know the extent of how this thing goes, which I know is the point that Blaine made correctly yesterday when we were talking about this amongst ourselves off the air. Now, here's the thing. The commissioner's uh, exempt list, which is where they put guys basically on ice Mm -hmm. until they can figure out what the hell to do with them. The precedent for that, and I had a caller bring this to my attention, and I went and looked it up afterwards. Deshaun Watson hasn't been charged with anything. In the case of Adrian Peterson, for example, he was charged with child abuse, which is why the NFL put him on the commissioner's exempt list. They had cause to put him on the list. They've
1: done it to people who didn't have convictions, I so that that's what I'm getting
3: out kind of the two examples change
1: with the CBA, the new CBA. Well, the
3: new CBA has changed, changed. because it's now out, Roger it, Goodell it, is no longer. Right? It's, it's not him ladies over right? determining the punishment mm-hmm. with the new collective bargaining agreement. So perhaps that has changed under the new mm-hmm. CBA. Right. But right. I do think that they have to find some way if there was ever going to be an exception to kind of put a dude on ice and figure it out. I, you want to be fair through the judicial process to Sean mm-hmm. Watson, but, I mean, it continues to mount. It is it is 66 women over 17 months, reportedly, by the New York Times. And I know you can't just make one grand sweeping determination off of a report, but we're a year and a half into this thing, and they don't have a determination. Blaine, I think you were the one who said yesterday that they could, they may not have another resolution for a full season after this. At this point, or whatever the timeline would look buddy, like. My uh,
1: buddy, Dan Cilio, uh, you know, a guy that I played against a tackle for the U back in the day, mm-hmm. but he also played in the NFL. He said that the Browns have contacted the NFL. I talked to him because he tweeted this out, and that they are looking for a way out of this contract. And I'm like, I don't know if they can actually get out of this contract.
3: N- not, not unless there are some incredible, I mean, I don't, I don't know all the details of the that contract, so I don't want to speak ignorantly. But I would, I would be concerned if I was the Browns because what happens if he, what, I mean, what happens if it goes beyond a suspension? What happens if they made a determination that they don't want this guy in their league, which is entirely something with mm. the scale of this. Yeah. That would be a different kind of a precedent. But what happens in in situations like the contract? The guy who's not been convicted, though, of of it criminally. Again, as it plays uh, out. How many people? I mean, I'm just completely exactly. fair no we're trying to we're trying to keep it as level as these things because it does evoke a lot of emotions it and does. people have yeah, to try does. as best they can to remove the emotion of it mm-hmm. from the situation yeah, yeah. so my 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 only solution that i can find is find some way to get this dude on the commissioner's object because you cannot put him out on the field right now you cannot it sends too many wrong messages to a fan base that's already apparently hugely conflicted about this i know you guys had a Uh, a talk show host from our uh, Cleveland sister station on Cumulus on the show yesterday. And i that was basically the sense that I got from your guys' conversation with him.
2: We have a conversation this time every week with Buck
1: Rising, who joins us now here on Blaine and Mickey. Mm. Well, to the point, we're now talking about the Titan <clears throat> and not league issues. And, uh, that was, uh, what did you think about what Dean Pease, uh, Damn. said about, uh, against him? Basically the Atlanta Titans. I mean, no, just <laughs> no, at this point. Evans uh, signing. It was a first rounder and it seems as though, you know, his play went down gradually as Dean Pease wasn't actually a coach, which was kind of crazy to me because I thought he was on a trajectory to be maybe even a pro bowl type player. He showed some stuff from, you know, two years ago, you would say, Oh, he's, he's making some plays that were pretty impressive. And mostly in the run game, he got better in the passing game. Not to say that he had arrived, but he was definitely getting better. So I, 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 didn't, I don't know what you thought, but I wanted to know how you felt about his. I mean, I'm sure they asked him, but he just said, hey, man, lucky for us, really.
3: Sure. In and and Coach Mack and I talked about this today on on my show. And Mack, you know, pointed out correctly that players, coaches who draft players tend to, you know, gather those players back up again in a situation mm-hmm. like Arthur Smith and Dean Pease in Atlanta, where you mm-hmm. see a lot of. Of that, This was the case where we were all talking about this with John Robinson coming over for the Patriots with the amount of Mm -hmm. former Patriots that ended up on this roster. Hell, Mike Vrabel and the Houston Texans. It's still Mm -hmm. a point of conversation. So Dean probably sees something in him that they feel they may be able to maximize more than what happened with Rashawn after Dean left. Now, I think that ultimately when you watch Rashawn's game, and Blaine, maybe you could speak to this better than I could, but there just seemed to be a general... He wasn't developing as far as recognition was concerned, which you saw on the field. There was consistent mistakes as far as gap assignments, that there would be missed plays and opportunities, so much so that they had him as inactive against the Cincinnati Bengals, which said to wow. me, you know, this guy, they, they're done, which we knew they were probably going to be done anyway, but like no clearer sign. Than that, and Zach Cunningham is not perfect, nor is David Long, but they do, I think, represent what Rashan, what they thought Rashan might be within their defense, with a player that's got similar traits similar physical build similar athleticism he just seems to be he may he's not a three down linebacker but he certainly seems to give them more as far as the execution is concerned that doesn't allow for things like james robinson busting through your defense for i think it was like a 64 yard run because rashawn just wasn't in the right spot in whatever week that was early on in the season in jacksonville
1: well enough with former titans how about current titans and rob moore yeah. Spilling the beans. And like, oh, he just has asthma, Mr. <laughs> Berg. Why? I'm like, whoa! I was like, whoa! He acted. He said it as though we knew.
3: He, like prob- was he probably thought we. Yeah, I, I, and I can't speak for Rob, right? But he probably thought that we knew because why? Just why not just say it? Why not just say it? <laughs> just say it. <laughs> you know? I don't understand. I don't want to talk anymore about the inhaler. Just tell me that he needs it for asthma, and we can be done. Like, that's my whole thing with the with the situation for Traylon Burks. And how they manage it is going to continue to be a conversation because he's a first-round pick. He's going to mm-hmm. be heavily scrutinized. But, like, how many people knew that Kyle Pecco, the defensive lineman on the roster last year, had asthma? Nobody. Because no, did you didn't ask. And it wasn't a thing. And they found ways to manage it. Now, there was not videos of Kyle Pecko doubled over trying to go through conditioning drills, but... As he adjusts and as they make the proper adjustments, they'll find ways to manage it because he's not the first, nor will he be the last player to have asthma in the NFL. It's just a story that got overamplified because they would give us zero clarity on it whatsoever until Rob just kind of casually mentioned it in conversation because it's a casual thing to mention and just keep it moving, Uh. I think. Man, but so
1: why didn't they do it from the beginning?
3: Oh, because that's how they do it. That, it's it's a false st- blame. Like why? I would love the answer to this question. I would love well, the I'm answer. I'm question.
1: To read it on one of your articles.
3: I am, well, in the same way that Mike's not answering the asthma question, he shares how because we don't. That's why. Oh, man. So, that's I'm, it's I'm sure just a you blanket asked thing. Him, like why didn't you tell us this from the beginning? Nobody asked him. I wasn't at the press conference, right, but that's agree. a question that obviously needed. Or just why? Why this continued state secrecy? And we have asked Mike about things like this that, before, right. mm-hmm. and the the generic company line is that's just not the way that we do things. And he's been consistent on that to his credit for now, going into five years. But yeah, a bigger story than need be. And this is this is. I, I, there have been other examples of this. I can't bring one to mind automatically, but it's there have been. Is
1: has, has asthma. Remember that? But no, I mean, as far time. as
3: like things being made a bigger story, story. just because they saying, simply exactly. will not budge on this policy. And if that's what works for them, fine. It's been successful. It doesn't affect them winning or losing football games. So whatever, Mike.
1: Outside of the asthma, though, I I, I still believe, based off the people I've talked to, if he was in better shape, that would actually help. So do you still feel like, or are you disappointed that maybe that's still... Part of this story as well, or you kind of look past that
3: now? No, I don't think you can't look past it. I think I don't think there's any that should not be discounted. And I think to a degree, there is an expectation, and we talked to Mike about this. I think after rookie minicamp where he basically said, yeah, no matter what they do in the offseason, whatever their training regimen is with their individual trainers, they're not going to be able to exactly replicate what they, what we put them through when they arrive with us. So would you like him to be able to handle a little better? Is there a degree of physical conditioning that is involved in this? Of course. So it cannot be discounted. It's how he manages it because you guys, I, I didn't, I didn't hear it initially, but I think Robert brought it to my attention. A couple days after the fact, you guys had that clip of Sam Pittman it, talking about. Yeah, from, Mickey,
1: Mickey found that yeah. from last
3: July, yeah. talking about that they had asked him or that they had told him that he needed to get himself into better physical condition, and that according to Sam Pittman, he had done so heading into that season. He balled out, right? Yeah, he was an incredible he player. He did. He's one of the best players He's one of the best wide receivers Arkansas has ever had in their program. He was a stud. Mm-hmm. So, while it is a concern and a storyline to continue to monitor. You cannot make any grand indictments of him just yet, but it will continue to be a comp- part of the conversation around Trailenberg's, of course,
1: until he shuts it down. We are on with Buck Rising from the Buck Rising Show right here
3: before the Blaine and Mickey Show. He's not doing that. He's deferring all inhaler questions to Mike Vrabel for Mike not to answer.
2: I'm <laughs> um, sticking with the wide receiver room. He doesn't use an inhaler that I know of. But are you ready for an offense that features N.W.I. as the number two receiver? He's our
3: maybe it. number one, well, maybe. God. Yeah, depending on what, you know, how Woods' knee Uh continues to react to this stuff, we'll see. Um, listen, Nick has earned the opportunity to show that he can contribute at that level. Now, whether that's something that Titans fans want to hear or not, he has done nothing but improve his status and his abilities over the course of the last, what now? Going into four years with this team, so yes, he understands their system. He understands all three positions that the wide receivers are asked to play within this offense. And if he represents the best opportunity that they have to win football games at the wide receiver spot, then yeah, let him be the no- let him be the number two, or put him in a position to contribute that way. Now, again, maybe you don't want that to be the 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 case all year long. You would like at some point for Traylon Burks to fill into that role whether it's a you know x x or z receiver if you don't want to do wide receiver one or two but still i think that i think that nick has earned the opportunity until such time as it proves to be untenable i think that it's you know it's probably the best option that they have right now alongside robert woods and that's a lot to rely upon in ways that you know and titans fans know well with taylor lawan and bud dupree you put a lot on them early and they it, it took them a minute to kind of get their legs under them. But
1: adding to that, though, from your perspective and from the fans, do you think they'll be a little disappointed if NWI is ahead of Burks when season starts? We all know the ceiling oh, is high. Sure. But, I mean, I think expectations are he's replacing A.J. Brown, and not to say you're going to be that instantly, but you got to be out there starting.
3: They'll they'll never admit to it publicly, but they damn well should be disappointed if that if that's the case. I mean, this is this is somebody that again, and Des Fitzpatrick is a different situation. Different situation, and the circumstance is different. But this is another wide receiver that you traded up for. Like he needs to contribute. He needs to participate. He needs to be a factor right out the gate. Hell, every offensive rookie outside of Malik Willis needs to contribute. In a substantial way this season, whether it's Nicholas Petit, Frere, Kyle Phillips, Traylon Burks, Chigakonkwo, they all have to give meaningful contributions for this offense to not dip further than what we saw happen last year. Now, I think they I think on the whole, if they remain healthy, which is, of course, a massive if. They probably do represent an upgraded collection of skill position players over a bum hammy Julio and AJ, who I think played in 13 games last year and a collection of tight ends that was just simply flatly not good enough to play the style of football that they want to play. And I think their personnel groupings were indicative of that with that with how much more 11 personnel they ran.
2: You mentioned things that the Titans have kept secret, or maybe they could have just come out and said it. One of those things has been what's Dylan Raiden's, but they kind of said it this week. He's a right tackle. He's working, but he's doing other things too. Don't forget that. No, no, no. I just, I, but he's a, I, leave it it there. a right tackle.
3: Leave it there. Just, just leave it that he's right tackle. I, I don't have to care about Dylan. Why? Well, I <laughs> care about Dylan Raiden anymore, but. Yeah, like, I don't have to get bent out of shape about who's playing right tackle and left guard. Like, okay, great. Glad to hear that, uh, that Dylan is working primarily at right tackle and that he seems to be progressing. Now, they wouldn't tell us if he wasn't progressing the way that they <laughs> wanted him to. But he seems to be embracing it and he seems to be getting more comfortable. Now, the thing that Keith Carter said to us that caught my attention, the offensive line coach, is was a callback to what Keith's estimation of of him was coming into his rookie training camp which that he it almost that he overthinks his assignment Mm -hmm. and that that bogs him down to a degree in a perfect world I think you would not like to hear that same analysis heading into year two from the offensive line coach Blaine as you and I discussed I think this was last week about Dylan and what a reasonable expectation for him is I think that you would like to hear that that was no longer a thing, but it's apparently still something that they are working with him on. How he manages that, obviously, is going to factor in greatly to how, you know, if he's able to earn the opportunity to start at right tackle for them. And then, of course, who plays guard because Petitferr is not going to play inside.
2: Uh, Buck Rising won't play guard for the Titans, but he will be at 220 by training camp. By getting he heavier, oh, I yeah
1: 220,
2: man. That's
3: impressive. You can't well, not yet, beer.
1: Blaine. No, be impressive. I'm going to start using some of that vinegar water, too. Man. Uh, apple, si- apple cider vinegar. Yeah.
3: I'll bring you an extra shot glass with me. I've, uh, I've, oh, so just take a shot glass? Oh, yeah, I'm not slugging this stuff. Oh, okay. Give me acid reflux just looking amount, at it. Man. I, I, I never <laughs> look
1: at it. All right, we, we're talking about Dylan ratings. Uh, I'm going to go into Farley. But if you had a guesstimate, who do you believe is going to start out? and contribute the most between those two. At their positions, mm. ratings and Farley. Hmm. because Farley's actually looked pretty decent out there moving around. Moving around. Yeah, which is- we're not talking about hitting, but it's not like he's slowing down out there when he's out there doing his raps. He looks... Like he's fine. He looks better than he did last year to me.
3: He looks flu and he looks physically, he looks physically like he's been in the NFL, like he's Mm -hmm. been in a proper nutrition program and weight and, weight and conditioning program. So he looks like an NFL player on top of not seeming to be bothered by the recovery process. Now he still wears the yellow jersey out there and this is not a, Mm -hmm. yeah. And this is not a heavy contact time of year. They're not in pads yet. Um, so I would say out of necessity, that Caleb Farley would should, provided health, play be the one who you should expect to contribute more out of the gate. But again, my question with Caleb, Blaine, is how much of the nuances required to play corner in the NFL does Caleb Farley understand after you know limited sample size last year, converted wide receiver, really a what a season and a half of him playing corner in college football before the opt-outs and injuries. So there's a there's a progression that there's no way for us to possibly know because we're not in the meeting rooms mm-hmm. that I'm just generally curious about. But physically, there's nothing to indicate to me that he's not ready to contribute. Mm.
1: Under the radar, real quick, Super Bowl sleeper. Because I keep hearing the Colts, and I, it's really just eating at me. No, no, no. So what do you think, Buck? Just league-wide? Mm-hmm, yeah. Or uh, we can just stick it to the AFC. That way it's kind of targeted.
3: Sure. Fans. Um I really like the Raiders this year. Ooh, Raiders. I really do. Okay, I think they they're better.
1: Schedule, don't they? No?
3: Yeah, they play yeah, they, they play early in the season yeah. too. Um at, here in Nashville. I, I, I really like the Raiders roster construction. I'd be curious to see what Josh McDaniels looks like working with Derek Carr. And,
1: and, I, as head coach,
3: yeah. and I think, uh, you know, Russell Wilson, I'm, there's, there is evidence of Russell Wilson not being as good as Russell Wilson has been, mm-hmm. um, for a variety of different reasons, but, on uh, you know, new coach, new system, new surroundings for the first time in Russ's career. I don't necessarily assume that just because he's a more famous name than Derek Carr, that that's a better football team. Mm-hmm. Than the Raiders are, so I think I think the Raiders are a sneaky fun fun watch anyway, and a team to keep an eye on as as they try and make their way through that just death death sentence that is the AFC West at this point. That's what Renfro's saying right now too.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's paid. getting paid.
3: Paid. <laughs> um, pay close attention,
2: uh, Kyle Phillips. That like close yeah. attention. Mm-hmm. I I have an interesting thing about that. Renfro getting paid. Very similar to somebody that Titans fans want to do well. I'll share that next, Bucky. Uh, your weekend starts now, man. Enjoy it, Buck Rising. Thanks, at guys. Buck Rising. Enjoy your apple cider. Oh, your vinegar. <laughs> Blaine and Mickey, one zero four five. The Zone.
0: Man, I really. You're love not them. an AB guy either. Can I make any more mistakes today? Not That's
1: all right. Well, what, what? This kind of take us through your. Thought process, you know, so <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter to me. I'm being honest. I, it's, it's good tunes to me, but I just remember. yeah. She kind of jump that. around like, oh, we I was just shocked.
0: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I come in every morning and I don't really know how people cut up the music before I got here. So oh. I have put stuff in before that's been like that said it was one thing and then it's Limp Biscuit or, or I put in something gotcha. and it's something else. So every morning when I come in, I pull six songs for Buck Show. I pull four songs for y'all show. And today, Abba popped up in the the bottom of it. And I was like, I like Abba. Who doesn't like Abba?
2: So I thought that would work. Oh, okay. I just... I'm all right uh, with I'm it, Bert. You, you no apologies, man. It... Yeah, we're not we're not picky guys. We're just on a two hour cruise with you every day here. Ooh, nice. nice the cruise director, nice Bert.
1: Cruise there.
2: Alonso just put in his own TV chat, Bert. <laughs> Oh, Bert, you are a folk hero and legend. Derek adds in the zone TV chat, the Colts have only one or two seasons left, in my
1: opinion, of being relevant. How about Whoa. that? Whoa, that just made me think about the Titans. What, what, what do you think? Uh, there, when is their window going to close? Does it close when the king is gone or does it close when uh, Tannehill is gone? <laughs> or is it just like, oh, this, this is the year? Well, they won.
2: I mean, they won 12 games last year and they missed the king for half the season. Then the king came back and they banked on the king too much, uh, with his rebuilt foot and they should have banked on, uh, number seven a little more, for maybe giving him more than four carries. Although it's, you know, it's always easy to look back and second guess, but he did have like 60 yards on four carries and Henry had 60
1: and 62 on 20.
2: Yeah. So there is that, but, uh, I don't know. I, I think we all kind of convinced ourselves that the window is this and that they drafted a quarterback. Maybe, maybe if if Tannehill does, you know, play out his option, or maybe they let him go after this year, he plays out his option next year if they feel like, you know, Malik could be the guy. I, I don't know. Maybe he keeps the window extended. I don't know.
1: Oh no! If you transfer to the quarterback, then the the then window is closed. closed. So it it's, it's, it's a start. whole new window. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, it starts over. They, they got to stuff that to... quarterback,
2: and we'll get to Hunter Renfro thing because we got. He's in my mind. The one thing interesting about the defense is they're going to have to figure out what to do with David Long because his deal is going to be up. They're going to have to figure out what to do with Imani Hooker because both of them in the last year of their contracts. But there's a whole bunch of other dudes that really could be on this defense for a while together. So the defensive window is like, that seems to be a solid window for a minute here. It's the always offense. hope so. You yeah, always
1: hope so. You never know. You never know where you go. Because it always depends on pay. So... Regardless if Bayard makes all pro, do they say, well, we need that salary to split up between Hooker and Simmons and redistribute how they want to use the money. And we feel like Hooker could be maybe not Bayard, but guess what we're getting for a lot less. Mm-hmm. And he's still a very productive player, but younger. See, and that's always the equation when you start, you know, getting up there in age and they, they you, know, you know, oh, he's losing step. Even Bayard, even though he's not admitting it, and he still made our pro. Well, why'd you go lose all this weight? I mean, you know, look thinner and change your body build. Mm-hmm. If you're doing fine, great last year. Well, you're staying ahead of the curve. Maybe way ahead of the curve. Oh, maybe you know something we don't know.
2: Yeah, see? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, sometimes you get told something without asking. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, you know just like sometimes you feel like a nut. <laughs> you
2: don't. Hunter Renfro feels like a nut because he's going nuts with his new money. Uh The Raiders wide receiver, their slot guy, gets a two for 32 extension. Mm. Two years, 32 mil extension. He is a former fifth-round pick that got me thinking uh where Kyle Phillips was picked this year for the Titans. Mm. A fifth-rounder. They are the exact same size. Mm-hmm. Their college stats, Hunter Renfro played more games because Kyle Renfro had the COVID-shortened year and his Kyle freshman Phillips. Year, Kyle Phillips. That What did I say? Wilson Kyle, Phillips?
1: Kyle
2: Kyle. Kyle Winfrey. Kyle Renfro. I'm combining them into one. You, you know how really, I like to do you that.
1: Combine, you combine a real good job of that.
2: I'm good at combining words, but I don't need to make two players one. Kyle Phillips missed some games his freshman year as so he got a concussion. Oh. So man. then he just redshirted after that. So he played less games than Hunter Renfro, but their overall stats. Like, if you just add up their games and what they did per game, real similar. Both punt returners, real similar guys. Um Hunter Renfro never had more than 602 yards in a season at Clemson. He's never had less than 605. He's become more productive in the NFL. Hunter Renfro's been a more productive NFL player than college player stat-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also... Uh, he had a thousand yard season and 103 catches last year, and he's the Raiders punt returner. Do you look at Kyle Phillips? Cause I think it's easy to just go, okay, they're just two, you know, six foot tallish white guys who played in the slot. But if you look even drafted in the same round and what they do, there's a lot of similarities to those dudes.
1: Yeah. I think you hit the, you know, nail on the head on that one. I, I think that's what I envision him to turn into now this first season. It may not be that, you know, Hunter Renfro, what what he is today is what he was when he first got in the league. But yep. I can say, I would say Winfro came in with a little more polish, even with Kyle Phillips being a really good route runner, but a lot of deception and kind of more wily vet type route runner, understanding how to manipulate the DB and make them bite the cheese on a lot of different things. And they put a. A video out today, I mean, showing him running routes. I mean, he's up there doing two or three moves and really getting you off balance. And it's hard. You have to be really disciplined and you can't pick a boot into the backfield. If not, you're going to lose him. Because then I saw one of them, I think it was the the Chiefs, where he beat him uh, based off of his route running. But the guy closed on him so well, he got there and Winfrey was still able to make the catch because of the separation he made based off of how he ran the route. Uh, So, those are the things you try to eliminate. And I just think that's just a gift that he has. And he's really worked on it because he had to, because that was his only way. He was going to be a productive, I'm going to go to even college player. Uh, And that plays a lot here with everybody running three wide. So, what it made me think about more so than anything is the market for the slot receiver Mm -hmm. now is equating to starter salary. Uh, When you're talking of playing 15 and 16 million. I mean, you know, we feel like we have Woods, who I think is going to be kind of that, you know, slide outside guy, utility guy, run reverse, maybe not this year with the, you know, ACL, but he can potentially be that. You start saying, man, those guys are going for 15 a clip now. If you're proven in this league, and as you said, I mean, we barely over a thousand. Uh, so, cause he's not a guy that's a game breaker. Right. But he's a guy definitely keeping that chain moving. And he's, he's, man, he's pretty sharp. I've been a, Big fan of him, even when he was at Clemson, just to, how he's polished it, it running his route. It's really, he's actually doing better than I thought he would do in this league. And I'm hoping that Kyle Phillips turns into exactly that. And may, maybe a little bit better if he can get to that route level at some point. Because I think he's faster mm-hmm. than Winfrey, just if you're talking about vertical speed. But you got to get to that point. And you had to have that kind of confidence in, in, in running your routes, and that doesn't happen overnight, especially in this league. So I think in the maturation process, you hope in two or three years that he'll be somewhat similar to that in his route running. Well, like He's that. already really good, especially yeah. at the college level, but now we get to the pros, and then there's, there's another hurdle here to overcome, and then confidence, then reps, and then in-game. And, I mean, there's you know gradual baby steps to this process, so –
2: Well, the idea of a guy who moves the chains, you know, to the tune of a hunter renfro, 103 catches for basically a thousand, he's 10 yards a catch, just 10 yards, 10 yards, 10 yards. So, uh, to get to that point with Kyle Phillips and if he became a nice punt return option for the Titans too, and, and could tie that down for a handful of years, that'd be fantastic. Uh, we're hoping our second hour of the show is fantastic. We got time to take. Open phone, 615-737-1045 on the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline. We'll do call our shot in the last segment. But uh we've talked a lot about Dylan Raiden's this week. Let's hear from his coach next. Heck, let's hear from him. He talked about playing right tackle. We'll hear from him next on Blaine and Mickey.